Hello, amazing. Today it feels like spring here in Bryan Park. I'm not wearing an overcoat, I see people in t-shirts, the sun is shining, and it's quite lovely out. And a wonderful update on this whole podcast is that uh, I've now teamed up officially with uh, Niki Schmikis, uh, who has been an avid listener for a while and who has now agreed to act as a kind of co-producer, help me, helping me shape the content, helping me shape uh, the, the, the episodes, the questions, the themes and uh, give me a lot of feedback along the way. And it's a really, really exciting thing. It means that it's no longer a solo project. It's, there's, there's someone else who's helping uh, drive it and, and make it the best that it can possible be, possibly be. And um, she suggested a follow-up question to the earlier episode about uh, wanting to live forever and said, would you consider merging yourself with a computer with artificial intelligence and kind of augmenting your brain uh, with a with a computer and she referenced both the the Neuralink example from from Elon Musk the idea that you can have a an interface directly to your thoughts or to your brain as a way of working with with machines and um, and for me it's the, the way I see it is that it's um, it's already happening, so I don't I don't see it as particularly scary because it's it's in a way what we're already doing. And the the way I see it is that we're when we're using computers today, I, and I use it not just as laptops, computers, but phones and, and all the different devices that that we use. They're you know they're they're all technology in our lives. Yes, we, we use them through these interfaces that use our hands and fingers and eyes and ears to input whatever commands we want and to read out the results. So there's an input and an output element to it. And so from, some, from one perspective, it's a completely new thing that you would link it directly to the brain and, and certainly is and hasn't been done that effectively before. But I think if you look at the actual experience of using devices, I don't think anybody thinks about how they move their fingers around when they're typing a message on their phone or on their laptop, when they're doing something. You're engaged in an activity. And so in a way, it is your brain. You experience it as your brain being kind of linked into the internet through the screen, through your, through your fingers. I've certainly felt that way uh, always um, one, once you get over kind of the the basics of learning to type fast enough um, so so really it's I think less of an issue of that it's being new or fundamentally different and, and therefore scary really what it mainly would do once we began merging the more directly interfacing more directly with our brain is just to increase the bandwidth that you can express yourself faster, which means you can produce more in less time than you can through, uh, for example, this where I'm recording and speaking in a kind of regular cadence so that you can listen and understand. 
But it's not, I don't, I don't think it's fundamentally different. I think we're already augmented by artificial intelligence throughout our daily lives. And I think we'll, we'll gradually do more of that. The flip side of it, or the, the, I guess, interesting thing for me, however, is not the AI or not AI, because again, I, I see that as inevitable. What I think is really interesting in the short term and long term is what, what are we doing to maintain kind of our grasp of what it means to be human. So as we're becoming more and more cyborg, more and more augmented with technology, how do we hold on to that essence of, of humanity as it evolves, as it evolves in the context and the, the world we are in and, and the way that our daily lives are orchestrated? What is that essence? For me, it's a lot of, of exploration. I don't feel like I have the answer, but it's it's that's where I actually are putting my um, putting my money uh, or putting my effort is in what can I do every day that, that grounds me in that. Um, one one other way I look at it is is that there's so many tasks that can be automated because they have a predictable input and output. And that can be described to a machine and the machine can learn to do that. But there are things that don't have a clear uh, and, and well-defined input and output. I think love and empathy and the experience of, uh, of, of you know, human life does not necessarily have a clear input and output. Uh, it's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's the experience of it. And so paying attention to that, reflecting on that, even philosophizing on that, I think is, um, is a critical part of this. And, and noticing what it's like to be a human and not just a robot that does things. Perhaps the best way to say it is the, to, to remember that we're human beings, not human doings. And so my challenge back to you when you're listening to this is like looking... Look at your day today or tomorrow or yesterday and say, you know, break it down in, in proportion and say, how many activities today did I show up as a human doing to get things done, action only? And how many things did I do where I really could focus my attention on the human being, the experience of it, the love, the empathy? whatever else you have and whatever else you see as, as your unique human traits. Once you reflect on this, do let me know. I'd love to hear from you. And until next time, have a great day. Bye.